Hey, guess what? Guess what? This is Buckkeep Radio, episode 113, a cornucopia of spoilers. <laughs> We're coming to you from inside the walls. <laughs> That's correct. Right inside those those poorly made recession walls. And I am Rachel. Hi, Melissa. I'm Jenny. I'm, I'm Eli. I I wasn't I didn't have to talk up and I forgot what order I was. <laughs> I panicked. I'm sorry, Eli. I'm Ashley. I'm Elena. And I'm Joey. <laughs> I felt weird. First time audiobook right. listener. Joey, you're done. You're done. We read it's the books. Still, They're I, all done. First time have listened to audiobook listener. As much as I wanted our like return to be like, guess what? There's gonna be a Robin Hobb television show. That dream has not yet come to fruition. However, we have gotten news that there's going to be a new comic book adaptation of Assassin's Apprentice. It debuts mid-December from Dark Horse. It's being written by Jody Hauser. Uh, all the art's being done by Ryan Kelly, and the cover artist is Anna Steinbauer. Uh, and we've seen the first two covers so far. And if you haven't put your pre-orders in, you can totally do that on the Dark Horse website or go to your local comic book store. It looks really good. I'm excited. Hmm. Yeah, how many do we have to buy to get the TV show to happen? Right? Right? Like, yeah. honestly. Everybody please buy 100 is... copies. <laughs> everyone, they're only like three ninety nine a pop. So, so really buy everyone could. you know they're a stocking stuffer or something or whatever <laughs> fake religion they have. It's fine. Are they going to be suspicious when it all comes from Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who we are. They don't know our attitude. Oh, they know. They, they watch us, Elena. <laughs> We're on a watch list. <laughs> They're hyper aware of everything we do. Yeah, we're probably like on like one of the like, hey, if you see any of these people at the con, can you prevent them from approaching Robin Hobb? Thank you very much. <laughs> I have questions. All of our questions are like, when will there be a television show? How will there be a television show? <coughs> why? Why will there be a television? No, we know why. We it's know fine. why. Dragons are hot. They are hot. So hot, in fact, that I think we're here to talk about Dragon Media. But first, bird mail. Yay! Caca! Oh, there it is. Thank you to everyone who's sending me quality pigeon TikToks that I then reblog straight to the Buckheap Radio Instagram. There's like four people who appreciate that, and I'm one of them. So, my child okay. is another. We gladly watched the uh, the one you posted today about four times. So, just FYI, is that the one where the pigeons in the grocery store? Yep, wandering yeah. around the store like a princess. Oh man, I can't figure out that grocery store because it looks very American, but none <laughs> of the words on the signs are in English. Swedish. Is it Swedish? Uh-huh. I don't want to hear about American grocery stores then, because that looks like an American Target. I don't know. In that, well, anyway, we'll talk about a TikTok that no one can see at another time. <laughs> Did you guys see the one that I sent earlier today? Of yes, the I one also on the reposted that one, Ashley. It's oh, there. Yes. Sorry, I it's took a nap when I got home. I didn't look. It's currently live. It's currently live. We had some reactions to it. He's okay. Right. Nothing happened to him. 
Speaking of bird mail, the first piece of bird mail that we got after our last, last episode was from Melissa in Canada. And it is called The Last Episode. Fitting. It's long. A lot of these are long because it was the end and people really were in their feels. And we don't have a lot of content, so you're just going to have to put up with this. (laughs) All right. Well, I was putting off listening to the last episode because I thought it would make me cry, both because we know the end of the series is a hella tearjerker, but also I am sad that the ride is over with BKR. I had a three-hour drive home to do yesterday, so I found my chance to listen. And of course, you all made me laugh like crazy and cry a bit too, especially at the end when Ashley couldn't say her closing lines. What I really want to say is thank you so much for doing this big multi-year project. Rachel, I think it is just amazing that you basically created this community because you wanted support in revisiting the super emotionally difficult book series. I've never, I'm never going to be as eloquent as some of the other emails you've read on air, but the sentiments expressed are mine as well. I was happy to hear that recognition of all the hard work you put in expressed in the last episode. Well done. You're welcome, everyone. Join me in my pain. (laughs) Also, I want to say that it seems like you have some really special in your friend group the fact that you have these people with common interests that you get to go to fun conventions and cosplay with is really special your friendship and common interests came together coincidentally at a difficult time and you've ended up creating this community of like-minded people to gather with you in spirit on this journey i know it meant a lot to me and so many others far and wide i hope all of you never question if you make a difference in this world you already have i just think that is fantastic and worth mentioning how do you not cry when you read that (laughs) so sweet we've also met listeners at cons so you can you can too show up at any con there's a small there's a small but growing list of people who have hung out and i have screamed directly into their faces you, (laughs) you could meet that person too Uh, I could go on and on, but I would just be repeating what others have said better than I could. So really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank all of you for coming together and creating this enormous undertaking. 16 books and stories, 112 episodes, artwork, songs, playlists, old movie references, crossover comparisons, (laughs) countless hours of entertainment, laughter, and tears. It has been a blast. Best of luck in the future. If you do a future listener mail app, you can read this. If you want, Melissa... It's done. It's you, you opened it up. <laughs> Yay. That was really Thank sweet. You. That was really sweet. I know. We got some of the best mail, and I'm really happy that we're here today for a little kind of mini soda, whatever, so that we can read all of this. <laughs> I feel about. like I need to make a pigeon costume for Dragon Con next year that, and have them have <laughs> some, a mail bag, and then like maybe that would attract people, listeners, to come up. Oh you just you just look for the pigeon. I'll I'll be I'll be Tozy and make one of like those fabulous you know like all all those bird dresses high high fashion bird dresses I kept sending found a Tozy's wedding dress. Yeah, <laughs> we can all just be random rainwilders. Yes, that'll be awesome. We'll be sexy rainwilders. We'll just have really horrifying nightmare faces yeah and, like, we'll just glue like, tons of shit on our faces <laughs> with just like but like a leg out you know well you know we can put veils over our faces all right so we've got um what is this uh got nine months to get hot i think we can do it nine months <laughs> <laughs> that's what drugs are for all right 
Um, before I go on to the next one, I do want to give a shout out to Robin Hobb for killing it on the Instagram scene. Everything more depressing than the last. Love you forever. <laughs> I really, in the beginning, when you guys were like, her Instagrams are the most depressing thing ever, I err on the side of positivity always. And so I was like, no, you guys are like, no. And now I'm like, no, it's a dark world. Okay. <laughs> okay, we oh do gosh. remember she... what what these books are, right? And this is the yeah. woman who wrote them. Are we yeah. surprised? Are we... No. It's absolutely a frame of mind. I mean, it's like every single post. Here's it could some... be a picture of anything. Yeah, here's some adorable farm animals. These farm animals are the worst. And they're now dead, and I'm <laughs> eating them. I'm eating the animals. They're delicious, and I'm becoming the animals. Yeah. The animals have become got... me. Their souls are in me now. <laughs> I got to see sheep today. They were very cute. A whole little... Oh, I went to the Scottish Highland Games here in Charleston, and they had the um, herding dogs, and the sheeps were just running around. You see them again. Please explain what a Scottish Highland game is for our non-American listeners, because we have those. So I feel like um, Americans like to celebrate their non-American heritage because America <laughs> isn't as great as one might think. Devoid of. <laughs> so we grip white knuckles to, to connections to other to, places. Yes. I think all, I think all of the non-Americans get it. I think they they understand. <laughs> they know. So you nice. go, and <clears throat> I hung out with uh, the clan Cahoon because that's one of our clans for me and Rachel. We are also a part of the McNaughton clan, um, but we didn't really hang out with those people because the Cahoons were so nice. But all the different clans have tents, and you like commingle with your peeps, and then they have games. <clears throat> Like strongman games where you toss a log or there's like a really heavy stone that you have to try to chuck as far as you can. And then there's a hammer throw, which is another throwing thing. Um, and only throwing. This is a drinking yeah. event, right? It's all throwing. There's drinking. There's a lot of camaraderie. <laughs> throwing, there's bagpipe back. bands left and there's right. There's a lot of wearing of really good yeah so many people wearing wool and it was 80 degrees here today it was it was a little bit of a tragedy for some people i met two women in the cahoon clan that came up in like really gorgeous historical dresses that they put like flair into so they were like fully cosplayed out like wigs and hats and their dresses were all on the tartan they were stunning she hand sews all of it and did like beadwork and things it was really cool but i was like girl i know you were cooking inside of that dress <laughs> It's a, um, it's a Scottish Ren Fair. It really is. That's what I told my mom. I was like, it's very Ren Fair, um, but it's a little bit more. It's small. The one that we have locally here is a bit smaller, um, but like there are some Highland games that are massively huge. So it just depends on where you are. But there's one in um, Grandfather Mountain in North Carolina that's really big I've been there. and very good. I've been there and I camped there. And the whole time I was camping there on an incline, so I would fall asleep and then I would roll down the hill and wake up. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is like something that happens to sheep. You have literally <laughs> never had a good camping experience, Rachel, have you? No, never. Not once. <laughs> well, not once. <laughs> yeah. I've had lots. It can happen. You can have a good camping experience. <laughs> it's possible. Not if you're with me. I think it might just you be You think it's own. a you? It's a me thing. Um, I apologize if you can hear the wind in the background. 
Here we've got. Are you at the Highland Games? There's a. We're out here at the Italian version, and it's all the eggplant parms whipping by. <laughs> what is the Italian version of a of a Highland game Ren Fair? What's it's, the Italian it's called a Ren Fair. Yeah, it's the I'm actual Renaissance. Well, in New York <laughs> they do. I forget what they're called, but in New York they they do like the parades where they have like people lifted up on pallets and they like carry them and they're they're covered in flowers. You mean like the Catholic and... holidays? <laughs> I, I <laughs> no, I thought it was specific to like Little Italy. Like they, it's like a, a they like basically do it there like once a year. It's like a big thing. They put like a little saint statue up on. I mean, on I Palatine feel like it's kind of inherent that there's the going to be a, a deep Catholic <laughs> theme and all of that. Not, but... not to be too like uh, reductionist, but wouldn't it just be a, a wine stomping? <laughs> right. at a winery with that count? wine? A wine festival. That's it. Uh-huh. That's there was this past weekend a. An, an a orange wine, a fruit wine festival fruit wine. <laughs> on the Lower East Side, and I told Joey we should go. It's a fe- it's a tasting for orange wine, and Joey was like, "That's fruit wine." No, <laughs> I didn't say no. So, I just said Do you, you mean hundred percent. I said, no. "Is that fruit wine?" <laughs> fruit wine should I think be it's, delicious. It's made out of oranges, and apparently there's many, many different kinds. But we didn't go, so I can't tell you if it's good, and I don't know if it's Italian. But that's that was my contribution to that conversation. Cool. <laughs> um, all other cultures, I'm sorry, you're going to have to write in what you guys do. Uh, going to move on to the next. I think they're reduced to like bastardized thing, versions of things like St. Patrick's Day yeah. and Oktoberfest. We, we do. <laughs> That's true. We have Oktoberfest is pretty swell. That one's a good one. <clears throat> I like a holiday that involves like sitting at a table. That's not Thanksgiving. Where you don't have to throw and, things. And, and opportunities for costuming, because dirndls are fucking cute. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, that's also true. I'm They're into cute. Oktoberfest. Yeah. All right, what's the next email we got? The next email we got was from Kat. It's called For Jenny. Mm. Oh, no. It says, hello. <laughs> I know what and where... Wait. I'm just going to read this, Kat. Uh, I know what you... Oh, I know. I know. I got it. Never mind. The magic of editing, all of this will be. Don't do it. Hello. I know what you were talking about when you mentioned the stuffed toy that could turn into a football, the European kind for me. Oh. Maybe Jenny had the US kind. I think you mean a football. Uh, I had one of those as a kid. I want to say they were called popples. They don't look as football y as I remember them when looking them up, but the concept is there. If you recall in our last episode, we were talking about dolls that flipped inside out, turned into balls. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had one. They're definitely called Popples. So good job, Kat, for that brand recognition. Yeah. Once I saw a photo of it, once you said it's a Popple, I like Googled it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I vividly remember what like popples. seeing them, but I didn't remember them being flip inside outable and all of that stuff. I remember like inside out flipping toys were like the ones that turned from cupcakes into like fairies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's it. I, think that's I have no it. recollection of this toy. No, we were playing with trucks, Eli. That's what we had. <laughs> GI Joe's <laughs> trucks. Very gendered, except for Lego. They're perfect. I I think I <laughs> only had literally Lego. turning into <laughs> an American football. So that's not exactly like a girly toy over there. <laughs> right. Football is for boys. 
No girls allowed. I'm saying if we're if we're giving stereotypes, <laughs> we are. But girls players, have to know about football, then... so we can all be cheerleaders, Jenny. So they are like, "Here's a football. True. You're gonna be a cheerleader." <laughs> I was only in it for the cute right. things, cute bears that I could play with. Care bears. Fun fact: my no. uh, my brother and I growing up, we thought that G.I. Joes were not poseable enough, and so we used stuffed animals as army men. What? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You're like duct taping guns to your... Yeah, to your... Aren't stuffed animals less poseable? <laughs> that, Jenny, that's what I'm thinking to he myself. Cut, he but cut their joints work. apart. He, mod- he tailored the, the stuffed animals specifically. Like... Like think about think about like how many how poseable a beanie baby is. You can like point those arms in any direction. So now we're drilling you down. You can move a little them, bit. but they don't stay. <laughs> so now it wasn't just stuffed animals. Eli, you had a beanie baby collection, perhaps. Yeah, we had we had we had quite a few. I think. All right. We, My we mom had... would never spend the money on them. Yeah. Well, some of them were, were some of them were I worthless, had a bunch. and those were the ones we had. <laughs> then, when my mom was cleaning out my room i think she just got rid of all of them but none of them were like in boxes or anything did they come in boxes not boxes tags they didn't have the tags, oh, tags. On them. okay i don't think i had any beanie babies no we didn't have any our mothers didn't love us yeah that's all right I, you know what i did have though we played with sticks i had one of the greatest <laughs> toys ever i had this fucking goose that if you stuck a tape in it I remember that. Oh, Teddy Rupskin. Mother, it was Teddy like Rubs. it was Mother Goose. It was Mother yeah. Goose, and she came with like her own tapes where she was like, "I'm Mother Goose, and I'm gonna tell she you." She little Mother china Goose. glasses and a bonnet. And a bonnet. But I found out rather quickly that whatever tape you put in her, she it played in the Mother Goose voice, so I could put in <laughs> any tape I had, like you know whatever, and she would sing it with like this weird filter on it. So Roxanne was, by Mother Goose. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Have to put on your end light. <laughs> so you know, I don't know who gave me that, but shout, I'm sure it was not my mother. So shout out to whatever person gave me that when I was. That's got a grandma written all over it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, all right. Next up is a very long one from Daniel. I it's but it's like all relevant so just like feel free to stop me when you want to like talk about something all right so this one is um called thanks and congratulations for completing the series i just finished the series and episode 112 and wanted to say congratulations to you all and thanks for seeing it through you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) seeing it through he didn't give up guys is he the agent (laughs) she was robin hobbs agent I remember when I was only going to do the first book. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Look at us. Sounds like, sounds like a prison sentence. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening from the beginning as a new reader of the books. Somebody was a new reader with wow. us the whole time. That's wow. amazing. And, and the pod has been an incredible companion to what has become my new favorite series. I want to echo Joey's special thanks to Rachel for making it all happen and editing the show. You're welcome. I did a very bad job. I'm looking no, forward didn't. to the post-series episodes to come. Here is one. As I am not <laughs> quite ready to let go of the books or the podcast yet. And I also really hope you continue the podcast in some guise. Whatever form that takes, I'm in. Add me to the mailing list. Well... <clears throat> 
excuse me. While not at all opposed to a Fitz and beloved romantic reading of the books, I've personally never been able to get on board with it, at least from Fitz's POV. It's always seemed to me like Fitz's love for the fool was a little different to his love for Night Eyes or the bond between Night Eyes and the fool. Non-romantic, but no less significant for it. Although sad for the fool. Um, after Fitz charged the fool to look after B and people started putting memories into the wolf, I thought we might see a return of the Fitz fool night eyes carving to transfer memories from the fool to finish it. But in the end, I thought it was more fitting that they went the three of them together. And I think the ending works better for B to go with Ketrickin, although it's very sad that she never really formed a bond with the fool. Speaking of Ketrickin, though, if I was going to ship Fitz with someone other than Molly, it definitely would have been her. I really like that this is a very nice way of saying I was a Molly supporter and I listened to all of your episodes, even though you did not <laughs> I was going to say, why wouldn't you ship her. somebody with wow. also Fitz Molly? I, fits, I, fits, I ship Fitz with a rock before I ship him with Molly, but that's my, that's my toxic trait. Um, uh, where, where was I? I lost it. It's really long. I'm sorry, Daniel. Uh, I felt especially bad for Ketrickin because she didn't get a proper goodbye with Verity either and had to watch both the loves of her life lose themselves into the stone. Dutiful's and Nettle's goodbyes felt bitter as well as sad and haps impersonal. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'd love to hear you guys discuss Bee's last lie that the wolf praises her for. Is it the lie she admits to, or is it the last thing she says before Beloved joins with Fitz? Quote, it's you he wants, not me. Go. Ultimately, who is most important to Fitz in the end, Bee or the fool? And does Bee believe what she's saying there? The wolf says, the very last one, the most inspired of all, you have your father's talent for it. To me, I think it suggests that she knows it's not true, but maybe feels it is. Or maybe she just said exactly what needed to be said to bring them together in the end. Is it Fitz's self-deception or the fool's foresight that she's inherited driving her in that final moment? On a lighter note, I cannot believe how much B made me laugh at the start of chapter 49. The one he calls the fool, it is a ridiculous name, but perhaps if my name were beloved, I would consider fool an improvement. Whatever were his parents thinking, did they truly imagine everyone he ever encountered would wish to call him beloved? <laughs> Who yes. else but Hob could have slipped that in in the midst of those final scenes? Another potential discussion point, the Wolf of the West... Did that strike anyone else as a weird moniker from Hap? Nothing else in the series is really described as Western or Eastern. And we got a fair amount of the trade talk and fashions from Jumelia, so to speak. Maybe Starling should have been the minstrel in attendance after all. A no, Starling never. and Molly. Never. 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 Whoa. Oh, how did they listen to us? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, I made a small post on uh, Reddit slash fantasy to congratulate you for completing the series because that's where I came across you first. There was one other listener close to finishing and a few new ones. I'm sure you've reached 100,000 downloads by now. We have, but hopefully there's a few hundred more there and you can count on another 112 from me in the future when I inevitably reread the series. I'm looking forward to being able oh. to listen to the spoiler section. Spo spo oh, wow. Yeah. That's um, amazing self-control, too. Right? <laughs> spoiler, the amount of spoilers in the spoiler section is probably not very You're much. You get a real treat when it's yeah, about nothing. I think, I think half of the spoiler section is, like, total, in total, is that episode where we talk about the pirate. I think... <laughs> I think the problem with that, I think the problem with that whole format and one of the reasons we began, I kind of abandoned doing it, especially for that last trilogy was like, 
we record ultimately for like three hours and by the time we would get to our spoiler section it was like we were exhausted midnight yeah. and we were drunk <laughs> and it would just be like i just want to leave thinking about how you have to go to work the next yeah day. yeah like, i was often asleep of by that point recording on a, on a monday yeah. night I would just lay down and wait for you guys to finish. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. We did try. Please. We did try. Really, I had so like I had all these hopes and dreams, but. And then you guys would be like, "You sound really far away from your mic," and I was like, "Don't I?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Literally tapped breakfast. out. We've been recording all night. Right. Um, Danny ends with thanks again to the whole crew and I really hope you'll continue coming at us from behind the walls in the future so there's a lot of really good things in here I want to go back to I want to go back to Fitz and Fitz and Fool's kind of romantic reading of the books I think that like Hob herself has even said that it's kind of like an unrequited tragic story but Mm -hmm. then like my argument as a reader is is it though (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I mean, like, we've we've talked about this before, but I I think that much like you think too much about plumbing, we think too much about romantic relationships as, like, involving sex. And I yeah. think I think that they're the fact that they merge souls at the end is and have a daughter <laughs> together is pretty is a pretty definitive opinion from the author. But I, you know, <laughs> they're definitely well, like romantic coded in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, um, my opinion is that if he had grown up in, like, say, I don't know, modern, real world, he probably would have had different opinions. He's clearly, like, very affected by the fact that he thinks it's, like, deviant behavior, right? Right, yeah. But he's he's also, I think, very much on the demi-ace scale. Absolutely. And all of his relationships with people are, you know, fraught with this. Like, it's it almost seems like he does. It's like agonizing for him to have a relationship with anybody. And finally, at the very end of his life or the end of Molly's life, he's able to, like, settle down with his dream girl. (laughs) And it's yeah, it's just. It, and even that relationship, like us looking at it, is like, well, it's not really that great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, you know, sexual romanticism, that like aspect of it aside, I think it's fair to say that they're soulmates. For sure. Think, yeah, they're literally so, mated souls. So. Right. So it's like in that regard, I think it makes sense that he maybe wouldn't want to continue his existence without the fool just because they're literally and figuratively so entwined with each other you know i think it almost doesn't matter whether it's you know romantic or i mean obviously it's not sexual anyway but like i like i don't think it matters because they are soulmates regardless so it's just it's kind of even if fitz can't get over it like it's still true yeah I think the, like, romantic obstacles for him, plus the fact that he, like, views it as, like, inherently deviant, are well, no one, so no many had, walls. Like, split attraction models in, you know. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's got so <laughs> many walls to climb over to, like, be him, like, be comfortable with the fool. And he's still comfortable with the fool. So, like, I think that that is the most telling thing right there, is that, like, that is his 
you know, that the is, thing is his when soulmate. When he did think about it, you know, the fool was everything to him. It's just that when he thought too much and allowed all of those external factors to come in, then it bothered him. Yeah, I think like the Fitz is almost pathologically concerned with like maybe what we would consider a contemporary idea of masculinity and that he defined himself through the roles that he served so like Hashtag when no homo like right hard. so like when he when he's with when he's with b he's a father when he's with molly he's a husband or provider or protector mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. with 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 uh, even with night eyes he, a brother and you know he's an assassin a son uh, an apprentice but with the fool he his the role becomes much more amorphous because fool beloved accepts him for anything he all does of parts, all yeah. of those mm-hmm. parts all at once if good or bad are you shitty today are you bad at folding clothes i still accept you and i'm gonna fold them for you but i accept you but i accept you and so it's very difficult for him to like what is my role here in this relationship and i think that was a problem for him it was difficult all I'm saying is that I never drew anything that was not canon, and all of those pictures were like, <laughs> major fan art of like shipping fan art. Exactly. Like, come on. Um, okay, so we can move on from that to this talk about Catrican. Um, Catrican is maybe you know like when you talk about how like Fitz gets has like the worst life. Maybe it's Catrican that has the worst life. I feel like it. It, it just goes back to her always saying that she is a sacrifice like yeah. she and she that really she sacrificed incredibly and it's all just a part of that i mean from know? the moment that she was a teenager and introduced her her brother gets murdered she gets a, she gets she's she gets proxy married by one guy to another guy that's not even there yeah. I mean, she doesn't have the, like, literal torture and death that Fitz has, but everything else is awful. But she yeah. still has, she still has like, the emotional torture yeah. of, like, losing all so many people that she loves. And also, like, you know, the physical torture of her, of her failed pregnancies and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, motherhood and, like, all of that. So, you know, I, it, she's quiet about it. She's stoic about it very classically feminine about it so we don't we're not confronted with it as much but yeah her her story is pretty sad i'm glad that she gets b at the end i think that it's really yes. i think it's really just that she gets b because you know like there's a difference between justice and 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 what like what's right and what's just and like maybe what's right is that B has her own free will, but I think what's just is that Ketrican is finally fulfilled in those moments where here is a child of Fitz and the Fool and Night Eyes, three characters she loves that she gets to, you know, take care of and influence. And Ketrican's better than all of those people, so like B will only benefit. <laughs> I'm glad that you know. Like the idea of Ketrican looking after her rather than like Nettle. Nettle. No, poor Nettle. Nettle <laughs> is absolutely shafted, right? Nettle goes from like this cool character who's yeah. probably just to make them babies. Just, just complete nonsense. Poor Nettle. Yeah. I know. Um, we also th- so also mentioned in this is B's last lie. I think that the great thing about Robin Hop, this is my opinion, is that like okay, maybe B is lying. But she's not like things can both be not true and true at the same time. And that is 
that is where yeah. Robin Hobb shines as a writer. So she can say, I made be lie and say, like, the fool's more important than me. Go where you need to, you know, be with who you need to be with. Go with him. And that's not true, but it's also true. Because Fitz has many roles. He's a father and he's a soulmate and he's an right. assassin and he's a wolf man. I don't think he can choose between the two of them. No, it's like he couldn't not. choose between, you know, the fool and Night Eyes. Like these are just people that are inherently important to him, and he'll do anything for them. Right. Like he may he may believe that he did things for specific reasons, but in the end, you know, he did things because the fool needed him. He may not be able to admit that, but that doesn't mean it's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Well, there's also a matter of, like, whose perspective, because maybe from B's perspective, it was a lie to say that the fool was more important, but maybe not from Fitz's, so. Right. Yeah, well, I think, like, B is is expressing a truth, right? Because Fitz did spend three books going across the world to find her, <laughs> right? So she's definitely important, <laughs> but he also did it because that was the fool's mission. So, right. like, who, yeah. who wins in that scenario? I think that, you know, that's just a childlike thought, too, to think that, like, people have other priorities beyond you. But I also think at that point in time, like, that's what he needed. He needed to go into the stone. He needed to, like, go with the fool and I think she recognized that. Otherwise, he was just going to die. He was just going <laughs> to die. Like, there was nothing stopping it. So he might as well get to be a a, a battery-operated <laughs> art piece. Um... I think that did I did I hit everything? If I didn't hit everything, Daniel, just write in again. <laughs> in um, six months, we'll do another episode. In six months, we'll do another episode. Next up is an email from Christine um, called uh, "It's a It's a bunch of uh, emoji hearts." It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It says, "My dear BKR, I just finished listening to the last episode. I'm so sorry for the delay. Let well, you know what? We also delayed." <laughs> <laughs> life kind of slapped me across the face in the last month i'm sitting in a restaurant by myself i just finished a pretty great quinoa burger and a glass of chardonnay and it's been a have a drink at lunch sort of week <laughs> i i think my waiter may be a little concerned about me he has watched me laugh and tear up over the course of this lunch and since i'm alone and don't smell great came straight from the gym he was probably pretty relieved that i could in fact pay for my meal and i'm not a person experiencing homelessness with mental health issues not to make light of course i don't even know what to say your podcast has been one of my favorite things if i was oprah or reese witherspoon and your podcast was a book i would give it an official sticker and make you all millionaires <laughs> <laughs> how do you tell strangers that you've never met that they are some of your favorite people and friends suffice it to say you can add me to the list of people whose life you all meaningfully touched and improved a thousand times thank you so much you're welcome, you're welcome thank Christine. you I um, found this video game that's like $60 so I haven't bought it but it would allow me to build like a, a version of Roteland like <laughs> like a sim city roteland oh my god it's like the roller coaster is it what is it the was roller coaster it the roller tycoon? tycoon yeah the roller coaster but it, tycoon it wasn't series. called tycoon it was called like roller coaster a imperial empire or something what's <laughs> what <is> happening <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
It's a theme park in medieval times. <laughs> well, it had like all these extras that you could buy, right? So you could get like magical stuff and like Renaissance fair stuff. And I was like, all right, what do I need? Three hundred dollars deep. You <laughs> Three hundred dollars <laughs> later, I have Never all the, the video game. I have all everything. I'm I sure need. there are any number of roller coaster theme park sims from the late '90s, early 2000s that you could get for free. There's got to yeah, be but so the many of them. Eli, the graphics. <laughs> Look, we're not picky at this point. We just want something. I'm picky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add dragons. Real dragons. Real dragons. Real dragons. <laughs> <laughs> we can This is what I... Yeah, that's how I'm dealing. That's how I'm dealing. So, Christine had a quinoa burger. A quinoa burger, it says. Some sort of health shake. No, she had a glass of Chardonnay. Like I said, some sort of health <laughs> shake. It's a, a mental, mental health, health shake. shake. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, just you're came, right. Just came from the gym. <laughs> and and sat down and listened to, to our podcast. I like that we are a show. burger and glass of Chardonnay podcast, yeah. not of gym podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> There's nothing about us that says like, do one more rep. I just want to know, <laughs> yeah, what kind of what kind of gym workout was it? Was it leg day? Was it dragon wing day? Dragon Probably wing just day. like some really charged cardio. Sounds like she was going through it, so she needed to like really breathe it out. Yeah, our RPMs are not, or BPMs yeah. or whatever. They're not. They're not up enough. Uh, I have two more bird mails left, y'all. Just two more. The first bird. one. This one is from Jackie P. And it is. It says coping with post BKR life. It's horrible. <laughs> Hi BKR. It's been hard, but I'm coping with life post BKR. Sad face emoji. I was there almost from the beginning, so ch changing an almost weekly pattern has been hard. I've had to look up other book related podcasts to get my fill. <laughs> I'm not it. as good at us, as us, right? <laughs> yeah, right? They're not as good. You don't like them as much as you like us. You won't find we it. have charisma. <laughs> <laughs> we got something. Um, I'm going to do a shout out to Jackie P's other podcasts. It says, currently going through the back catalog of Dragon Babies and Overdue to name two. So there you have it, folks. Jackie P thinks you should listen to those people instead of us. Uh, the live stream. And <laughs> In addition. After. In addition. Yeah, in addition. <laughs> the live stream and last episode where you read out each other's chapters were fab. I finally got the but did it die in an egg reference and it cracked me up. <laughs> 112 episodes. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that people are still learning that. Did it die in an egg? Get it? The, the egg joke cracked her up. Oh. 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 Left her scrambled. <laughs> With egg on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for your amazing commitment and for being part of my life for so long. I will always associate the post-newborn haze of my first child with you because I was <laughs> determined to read the Wayne Wild short story and I was so tired I could barely read a page at a time. But I wanted one thing for myself and that was the podcast. 
I will genuinely miss your banter. If you do something else together, I'll likely listen to that. But I understand if you don't, and you all have busy lives. 100 plus episodes and 100,000 downloads is a fantastic achievement. Much love and see you in Roteland, Jackie. I will say, I looked up our downloads. Um, we're at 109,000 right now. Oh. And despite us not posting anything for a very long time, we got 437 downloads in the last seven days. So, <laughs> so that's like a couple people listening to the whole thing or something. <laughs> Backlog. We've gotten over 2,000 in the last 30 days. What's, up? What's the total runtime on these episodes? Like, is it physically possible to listen to the entire run within one week? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> You have 112 episodes, and they're a solid minimum 90 minutes. You die. <laughs> yeah, there's not. That's not how time works. You got it. Well, you got at one point. Can you can you listen to us at two point oh, two times? You could not with any okay. coherence because we all have okay. that millennial like we talk fast. Thing, it would take so. like nine days. <laughs> it's if, if we <laughs> doing 90 that. minutes an episode which is not accurate because we have plenty i did two hours beyond that yeah so i'm being pretty conservative (laughs) it would be 168 hours of content so i did two hours and it says it would take like nine days don't sleep wow please don't listen to me on 2x (laughs) and don't sleep while you do it if you listen to us on 2x it's gonna sound like this you're not gonna understand anything we're saying (laughs) you can't sleep and listen to this podcast as background noise because there are all those moments where I either scream speak or laugh really loudly and it would just like shock you awake like you just jolt out of bed well considering one of the consistent complaints is about uneven audio oh well yo this episode is not doing us favors with my mic today so and one of the number one requirements for like gray noise that helps you sleep is it's consistent it's soothing there's no noise variants we're like yeah we're, we're not, not a, a go to sleep to uh, yeah go to asmr for that we, you we're making sure that you have to listen to us if you're listening to it, if you're mainlining the entire catalog you are not sleeping and we're not going to let you sleep yeah we're like you need you need for some reason you need to drive across the entire united states without stopping or australia so like or canada or, ex- exactly yeah you know you're right let's not be bound by the limitations of my you know location you need to drive across the entire state of Texas without stopping, and you can't fall asleep. <laughs> Sweden. Listen to us. It's us. We're there for you. Across our entire forests in Sweden. Yes. I think that's only like about our 20 miles, Joey. <laughs> Are you on foot? Laughing it. <laughs> I will say this. The fact that she this listener was going through uh the experience of having a newborn and having a sister who had i've seen her go through having newborns elena has been through that in life i have like, been through that yeah the fact that like we were the thing that she was enjoying <laughs> through all of that is a very um is, high accolade like that is very special like, yeah yeah we can yeah. be your baby no, no. What? We, we can be. We can be your baby. Oh, be my baby. Exactly. And we'll linger on. Right. Yeah, we do linger on. Mariah <laughs> <laughs> knows everything. All right, Rachel. If you just want to like mute me, that whole conversation. My cat was like running into the microphone. No, trying we never to mute cat. All cat never content. Mute cats. They have things. We okay. never mute cats. <laughs> I regret to inform you that was a rule that was established years ago. 
It wasn't any cute noises. She was just like ramming her body <laughs> directly into the mic. <laughs> scratching. Clearly, Eli didn't say something that he should have, and she was like, hello. Yeah, what was not being said? It is. Next time. <laughs> yeah, it's like 18 minutes till they get fed, so that's why. Oh, you got that timed feeding life. That's stressful. <laughs> well, it's her. not stressful for me <laughs> anymore because I have a robot that feeds them. Oh, yeah. Then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but they're not smart enough to associate, not associate food with us anymore. So they come bother us <laughs> anyway. It's like, no, no, a robot is your mom now. Yeah. Please. <laughs> a robot I could not feed my cats for like two days probably and they don't they never bug me for food and like I'll walk into the kitchen at like 11 in the morning and be like oh my god I didn't give you your food this morning and they're just like eh whatever but then when I put the food in the bowl they're like oh my god oh my god food but they never alert me I'm like you guys need to tell me like, just be, be so grateful they don't. I know. I have a lot of friends who have cats that are like 5.30 a.m. Yeah. My friend Christina has um, twin sister cats. And they wake her up at the crack of dawn. Like, give me my fucking food, bitch. Yeah. Well, see, cats are not consistent either. Like, they'll, they'll stop, start pushing it earlier and earlier and <laughs> earlier. And so, like, you think it's cute when it's like, you know, 6.45. And that's the time you normally get up and feed them anyway. It's less cute when it's 6.30, even less cute when it's 6.15. And by those, the time those fuckers have pushed it to 5.45, you're like, oh, my God, why are you waking me up an hour early? Well, they don't understand, like, like fall back. Maybe they got confused. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> fall back. Speaking of cute animal content, I just, I just found an article uh, that suggests that bees play, and there is a cute little video which I'm going to share of a bumblebee playing with balls. And this quote that says, the finding suggests that like humans, insects also interact with inanimate objects as a form of play. Also similar to people, younger bees seem to be more playful than adult bees. Oh, you're welcome. God. Insects are cute. Yeah. I feel like so many animals are bringing so much more to the table than humans have ever given them credit for. We need wit bees. Bees. Hell yeah. Bees. Shit. Whitbees. Whitbees. We need the Whitbees. We gotta pollinate some shit. You're, Come on, you're Robin getting, Hobb, You're getting fed in 15 minutes. Wouldn't it be Shut amazing up. to just be like, have a, a, a wit hornet? Like, I don't want a bee because I don't a want to hornet. die the one time it stings. Because a, a bee, it stings once and it's dead. But if That's you have sad. a hornet, they can re-sting some motherfuckers. So it's like, if you have like a neighbor you don't like or some dickbag that you run into all the time, just be like, get them. Go for it. If you were bonded to an entire hive of bees, yeah. then it would be useful. Would you just be, be responsible sort of for the murder of a lot of bees, though? Or just like, it's like, you know, like losing part of your body and grow it back. Like shedding hair, maybe. Yeah, you don't cry when you get a haircut. I like do you think do you think there's like personality tests for like types of wit bonds where it's like, oh, you're a carnivore, you like group herd animals you're into worms you into <laughs> worms planarians <laughs> only please paramecium is my that's it your 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 perfect wit companion would be a cuddlefish you know like something difficult perfect somebody make us that quiz to see animals it just wouldn't work i think it could work if you were like the you know like if you lived on an island 
and what do you, mean? you have to animal, live like on like a, a cucumber, swim sea platform. Cucumber? I feel like you couldn't even be on an island. You'd have to what be like. What if you were like whip bonded to a whole duck? Like a whip bonded to a gooey duck. That would be something. I'd be stressful. I'm gonna whip me to all the bacteria on Mars. There's none. There's none. Whippy. You're gonna whippy it. All right. This 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 episode is officially long enough for a second beer. Oh yeah, I, I'm about out of, I'm about out of my vino. So well, I do have one final final bird mail. Um, this one comes from Shaki. It says. I just finished listening to the fine. Oh, sorry. Subject line: So long, BKR. A little ominous. But... Uh, <laughs> I just finished listening to the final episode. I will so miss this podcast and all of you. But all things must come to an end. These are the best damn books. Absolutely pure and gut wrenching. These characters are with me for life. I've been lamenting not having a few final moments from Fitz's point of view where he finally admits his feelings for the fool. And thanks to you, I am now also lamenting not having them from the fool's perspective. <laughs> Love to you all and best wishes on your next endeavor. Best wishes. Oh, and then there's a PS. In one of your episodes, you mentioned having a listener from Bangladesh. I think it might have been me. I mean, yeah. if it's you, <laughs> if you're in there, then yeah, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Our Bangladeshi listener. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I, I'm i just so excited that people are still sending us mail. Um, even. Yeah. Yeah. Even how many months there. has it been now? July. Our, we August. posted the episode July 11th, so it's been beginning of July. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's been a good it's three, been a few months, half yeah. months. Yeah. Um, what's what's the math on that? July to August to September to October to November, four months. Yeah. Girl. Well, it was like mid July. We're rounding Ish. here, Rachel. Ish. We always round up. <laughs> I mean, July 11th to November, not to spoil it, but November 5th. I mean, like that's... Remember, remember the 5th December. Overthrow your governments! Go! Go yeah, out there! I know. Got it love. If only. Well, my point of pride is I got one person out of everybody I've told about these books one. and this podcast. I got a person to start reading these books and she is a former team member of mine but now she's just a friend in life and she texted me one day and was like i'm reading the books because she's super into fantasy and a really avid reader and she just <laughs> every once in a blue moon i get a random text from her like uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like just oh, wait yeah. for it uh -huh. just wait for well, my it my co-worker <laughs> is still reading them he's uh i think just finished the second live ship book so I'll have to pester him about Amber again soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That Amber, she seems shady. I don't trust her. I, still <laughs> <laughs> I have issues with Amber. I'm just I'll never. So you're be just like you're just like fits. You're like I like Amber. the fool. I don't yeah. like Amber. I get. And I cannot no. merge them together. You know what? You have good instincts. She was a shady lady with a lot of secrets. Oh. So. <laughs> she just she was a nice lady she was a nice lady she, she was a nice bead artisan what are you talking about, what are you talking about? <laughs> she had an agenda 
who doesn't have an agenda? Everybody's got an angle. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have agendas. Maybe that's my problem. I don't have a life agenda. We're <laughs> <laughs> stagnating a touch. <laughs> um, the only other point that I have on our agenda actually is Dragon Media. Dragon Media. So, like in in the in the months since we have ended our realm of the Elderlings, read through dragons have still held held American media by the throat. <laughs> because <laughs> we have house of dragon which just ended which was irritatingly good from my point of view <laughs> yeah. um and so much dragony and i think I'll, like jenny and i were talking about like you know george martin's dragons versus robin hobbs dragons and they know each other and like they're friendly they, and they make references to each other sometimes so I thought it would be fun to talk about House of Dragon dragons in comparison to the dragons that we know and love to hate. I just, I wish that, like, the, you know, the Westerosi dragons actually spoke because I think it would be fascinating. Although I have thoroughly enjoyed all of the Vagars and old grandmother memes and still think she's fighting in Dorne oh, yeah. and that's why oh, yeah. she's <laughs> going after our she's like have we taken Dorne yet it's exactly. good <laughs> I'm like I, I want I want that POV <laughs> it'd be hilarious or did the, anybody the f- sing to their dragons yes yes they did, oh, they did? Yeah. <laughs> yes and that was actually what spurred the conversation because I found that translation of what Damon was singing to which dragon was it was that? from so let me look up wait let me let me hold on let me scroll through the text it's not gonna it's gonna take me 500 years I hope that when do, Darren do magically appears in season two that he sings to Tessarian because she's also a blue dragon. What? Okay, so so did the dragons have cool names? Yes. Uh, Dominic, I do they also have Dominican like, names. I do they also have like Dominican the, names, yes. The meme where it says, like, what your doctor recommends for your depression, and it's, like, Damon being like, we have Syrax, <laughs> and we have uh, Caraxes, and we have Furmax. And and like <laughs> oh, they're prescription drugs. Yeah. But yeah, we have the... we have Cyrax, we have Caraxes, we have Vermax, Rx, Taraxes. Well, we don't have Sunfire, Rx anymore. Dreamfire, <laughs> Vagar, and Tessarian is supposedly coming. I love that they just didn't have time for Darren. I'm do like, yeah. I'm like, you couldn't just mention they have another. Like, child. They have, there's another child. He's just gonna show up. Too and much. Are too many. Everybody's gonna be like, "Where the fuck did this person come from?" It's true. Okay, I found the I found the translation of Damon's song to Vermithor. It says, "Fire breather, winged leader, but two heads to a third sing. From my voice, the fires have spoken, and the price has been paid with blood magic, with words of flame, with clear eyes to bind the three to you. I sing, as when we gather, and with three heads we shall fly, as we were destined, beautifully and freely." Ooh. I feel like Tintaglia would like that song. I think I, she would. I don't think she'd like yeah. the word "bind." I think she no, has no. a problem with that. Yeah, yeah bound. You're bound. <laughs> Well, they're bound to her. Bound to exactly. 
Yeah, there is a lot of similarities. Like we have in, you know, in our, we have a dragon city where people take care of dragons and the dragons like have like a spa. Special then, architecture for dragons. Special architecture for dragons. And then there was something terrible that happened that like happened to kill them all. Um, so there are lots of similarities, but then like the actual function of the dragons in the narrative is what I think is where the biggest divergence is between Martin and Hob because Hob has made them like a environmental factor like they're a limiting factor they're a check and balance on people they're a check and balance whereas like martin uses them less like they're war machines. more like a, they're more war like, machi- yeah 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 like do the dragons <clears throat> excuse me y'all um do the dragons in game of thrones like do they or house of dragons i don't know how how specific it need to be because you know i'm not in there but do they know how powerful they are themselves? Like, are do they have the self awareness of like how important they are? They don't have POVs. They don't speak. They don't. We don't hear their thoughts. So it's a little bit harder to tell. Yeah. And everything with Martin dragons is just like hand wavy. Like we don't know how they hatch. We don't. We don't yeah. know how they actually. They're incubated. With people. They the, don't. The know. understanding is that they are very. They're like human intelligence. Like. They are in. Yeah, it's just not lands. as. But they don't just, talk or. or but they are also. Ideas. No, but they, they are do also have a subjugated. Bond. Yeah, yeah, sort they of. warg. They're warging animals. It's like uh, yeah. they're like yeah, yeah. It's warging. Well, that is why, like, we've never seen anyone whip bond with a dragon in Robin Hobb, and I is that because that's not you can't do that. I don't think. Why, you can. And why can't you do that? They don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah. What be dragon like, would like... want to be bound? Again, like if you want to go back to the word bound, like what dragon would want to be bound to a human in that way? What? When there's specs, dragons live for fucking ever. Their wh- their partner would die in like a so millisecond be like the of bees. their life. <laughs> be like the bees. <laughs> They're like, oh, another one. Got right. And yet, again. you know, the dragons live a long time in, in Martin's universe as well. And so they've had multiple riders. They've bonded with right. multiple people. The only thing that they have in common is that they all have access to this blood magic that has not never been adequately that's, explained. Like, that's why people are annoyed at the uh, the Lenor twist is because yeah. he's still out there somewhere. And yet like what's gonna happen to sea smoke it's... right yeah sea smoke shouldn't be able to be tamed if Leonor's alive i, I, I think it's very i oh, go ahead no you go ahead i was just Please. gonna say that i think it's very interesting that the dragons in martin's universe almost feel it almost feels like they really want to have a partner like they are just like waiting around to have a partner well, it's because they're not really free to do what they want. <laughs> it seems like they could, but, like, why can't they just go? Yeah, I guess they could. There are unpartnered the dragons, and obviously season two is coming, so people who haven't read House of Dragon or, you know, well, stuff's going to happen, Iron guys. blood, whatever. Spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but, like... You know, you're right. They do. They seem to crave a partnership. They seem to be inclined to partnership. Does that imply that they were bred for it? Mm. Do it, they have ancestral just, memories seems, that tell them they want that? It seems very odd that every single dragon in the world is either, like, in prison waiting to have a partner or has a partner. 
Like that's why they got smaller and smaller. They were like, mm, I don't really want to do this anymore collectively as a species. If we're so small, they can't <laughs> ride us. <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Most of them aren't free. They're like in the dragon pit or they're like under Dragonstone or whatever. Like there's they're not just like flying around and like come back of their own free will necessarily. I know, it just seems odd to me that the entire species there are not any out just like flying around being being having their own culture there's like way less of them somehow than in robin hobbs universe and yet their reproduction is seems way more simple like not (laughs) yeah there's no sea serpent phase where they have to like river gates it's not nearly as involved like they it seems like they can probably reproduce anywhere as long as there's like dragons there and like you know people take care of them but is that really necessary because they can give them to a toddler and they still hatch so that implies that they're pretty hardy but like (laughs) but do they need a person to hatch like this i don't think they do that that we don't know because you know like that's what i said in our text chat was like you know hob has written out the entire life cycle of a dragon in very painful gross detail and martin's just like i don't know like they hatch i guess (laughs) <laughs> they hatch when I need them. If I need a dragon, exactly. I just call one up. <laughs> but it is true. Maybe they do. Maybe they've been like. Maybe, maybe it's like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, they maybe they've been bred to... so that like the whole thing, it, they need a telepathic link with someone. Otherwise, they don't hatch yet. They're just cows. And that, and that prevents them from being overpopulated. Because like, mm. what would you do if you had thousands and thousands of dragons just roaming the earth? Because like, that's my question: is what happened in Valyria, and why didn't Valyria take over the entire planet because they had dragons and a lot of them? Maybe it was like because they were fighting each other the whole time. Maybe it was like an upper echelon nobility thing where it was like, oh, I have my own dragon and it's my dragon, and the limiting factor was just the number of people. Because it just doesn't make sense to me that the whole place wasn't like the whole place. Well, because because like the the Valerians didn't historically have dragons. The only reason they do now is because they, inter- they yeah they intermarried. Right, but they had, so again, they weren't given dragons, and they weren't out there trying to ride them or do the blood magic or... So there's some limiting factor that we don't understand about the dragons in Martin's universe, because there are just so few of them, and it really doesn't make sense. Well, so so hearing you say this, just kind of looking from the outside in, um, it almost sounds like dragons were like some sort of constructed species, like they were... Like, dragons don't naturally exist in the world. They were a magical construct at some point. Um, but, like, so maybe that's why if they were if they were constructed by humans, then they require humans on some level. Well, that uh, that's a good point because, you know, at least in House of Dragon, we see the murals that are left over um, on the walls in, in uh, I guess, that's, is that Dragonstone or is it the Red Keep? Where, I think I guess it's the Red Keep. The Red Keep where they have all these murals. And if you look at them closely, it is people having sex with dragons. And there are many, many. Wow. Pig and elephant DNA just don't splice. <laughs> so, like, wow. that, and then coupled <clears throat> with, like, we have at least three uh, Targaryen uh, women who have recorded lizard babies, babies with tails, babies with wings, babies with dragony features. Um, what is it? Aegon, one of Aegon's, is it one of Aegon's wives? One of, 
and then it's not, Rhaenyra and Danny, and then I don't. Remember I really got to read this history it's, book. It's Rhaenyra and Danny, and then there's another one. Another one before Rhaenyra. She has record. They were recorded um, stillbirths with like children with wings and stuff. So oh, like, why are we having dragon babies? <laughs> why are we having rain wild babies? Yeah. yeah. Like, why are we having rain wild babies? And so is it. Is it just because they're together and they're intertwined? And, you know, at least in House of Dragon, especially when Rhaenyra was going through her birth, the last birth, we would have flashes to her dragon. And it seemed like they were both experiencing the pain of the birth at the same time. So we know that they're like E.T. and Elliot telepathically linked. But although the baby that we were forced to see did not look dragony. So I saw it didn't. It didn't. But then they released concept not just concept art but pictures of the baby before it was like oh, painted Lord. up like what? painted up and like and it's dragony it has really? like a little it has scales, scales and like kind of like a oh, snout so we just couldn't tell with the blood they we couldn't tell with the blood and the and the fluvia and the way she was holding it like away from the camera so well if it was, was dragony and we had like to see it anyway seconds. they should have yeah it's really weird i couldn't tell with my eyes closed because I <laughs> Yeah, I was often just looking at Ashley's knitting when we were watching it because all those birth scenes were genuinely horrific. I, you yeah. know, I appreciated them in a way because I feel like sometimes they're. I was really afraid that it was going to be like old school Game of Thrones where they were used to just shock and awe. But I feel like that they yeah. were done. They were used in a way to really make a point about the struggle of. Yeah, I mean, I and... overall, I think House of the Dragon was significantly better on that front. And most know, fronts. On, well, yeah, but um, but just like in terms of how birth and sex and all of that stuff was portrayed, yeah, it was far less horrifically gross than it was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it was like it had plot instead of just being there for sex position sex. or yeah. I mean, Play with the arts. Although the yeah. the the opening cesarean ended up being really important, but as like an opening scene. Question. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> uh, but it ended up, you know, coming back again and again that theme. So I thought they did that. I thought it did great. But yeah, so there seems to be it much... had themes because you know it wasn't yeah the <laughs> like whole themes weird Pl- plot movements graphs strange. Uh, so so what I'm hearing is that somebody besides George was the one who wrote the story. Oh, yeah. So George has has always been just a producer on the shows. And even in House of the Dragon, it's kind of like a producer even on the book. Um, mm-hmm. Wrote a few. Quite, quite, maybe wrote a few. Little, who knows? <laughs> Officially, he Names. wrote some stuff. He named them. Um, did he? <laughs> I think he technically wrote the Fire and Blood, just not, you know, other things. But well, he, he he wrote the mushroom parts, right? That's the... God, probably <laughs> mushroom. It doesn't matter. Don't worry. Move along. Is that a penis? <laughs> no, no, mushroom. No, mushroom is a fool. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think that it's interesting the way that like, you know, the, we have very similar ingredients for a fantasy that like maybe to like the layman would be like, oh, these are the same right we still have people who are involved with dragons and there's plot and but in reality when you read them they just feel so different and the dragons themselves are used completely differently and i mean even if they look similarly i feel like they look the same 
the dragons aren't like really that different in appearance or funk like physical function i think the difference is like what like fire and acid spitting right that's true they do actually breathe fire in martin's dragons yeah no fire yeah. Robin classic Hall. Um, that's really, that's all I got in terms of dragon media. Um, well, I just, I just want to actually make it, make a, you know, reiterate, not reiterate, cosign, uh, that, that's such an, that's such a good point and why it's fun to read books in the same genre, even if like to an outside perspective, maybe they feel this, like, oh, they sound the same and it's like, no, but like, if you actually look at what somebody took the same elements and then did with them it's completely different and so it's just it's a cool sort of um, example of the variances of human imagination and how we can take the same things and then put them together into something completely different i mean totally totally i mean george is is writing an epic about uh family grievances and <laughs> political uh political maneuvering and you know the evolution of culture and country, whereas Hobb is telling a much more intimate story about how he, these types of large themes can impact one particular family. And maybe it's not even the point, right? Like this stuff is happening around Fitz, but Fitz, Fitz is trying to save himself, his, his wolf, his daughter, his, you know father figures and it just so happens that he's living in a very interesting time with dragons <laughs> and yeah telling dragons to f off which is awesome <laughs> also so who would win in a fight vagar or tintag i think vagar would kill the shit out of <laughs> yeah, tintaglia i hate to say it folks yeah. but... too big <laughs> I mean, she's supposed to be real big, so I'm, like, imagining that Tintaglia and Vagar are of, of the same size, but unless Tintaglia's, like, acid works really quickly, like, if she could just get, like, a good glob out there, I think Vagar's taking her I feel like Tintaglia would, like, be too busy trying to, like, have a conversation with Vagar, and Vagar would just eat her. <laughs> yeah, maybe, unless, unless they could, unless she could brain, brain fuck them. Yeah, I mean you're right. They, these these the uh, these are pretty Martin's dumb dragons, dragons. Yeah, Martin's dragons don't have hypnotize. They don't have like magic powers. No they magic. They just fly I mean, pretty... and they have fire. Their they eyes don't force. spin. Their eyes. They don't, don't have lollipop eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some of them but have maybe... long ass necks too. I but do like that they all look really have... different in the show, though. I I think they did a good job with the design. Do you think who who's cuter, Hebe or uh, Damon's dragon? Long axes, yeah. The long neck snore. It seems like it depends on what you're into. Well, is Hebe like malformed? I don't know. Mimbos or mutants? Mimbos or mutants? Well, they're both red. Is all I'm saying, right? So. Who looks better, your mind's version of Hebe? <laughs> <laughs> Or Caraxes. <laughs> I feel like Caraxes is way bigger than Hebe. Yeah. Oh man, there's some. I know they've made this like VR AR experience oh, that God. I downloaded. Have any? It's no. it's called Drepearis, no. and what? you get you can't do much <laughs> in it. Um, but I was just thinking from 
like how much I want a Barbie horse adventure, you take care of your dragon kind of game from <laughs> House of Dragon, Game of Thrones universe. But yeah, you can, you two can download Drek Aris and it's, have it's an just ugly Dracaris? dragon that you do nothing. It's Dracaris, but, but with AR with AR in capital letters. Oh my it. god! Oh my god, guys! <laughs> Why? If you type in Dracaris AR, it comes up. You could hatch your egg, and then you can name your dragon, and then it's like, <gasps> Google how Play. about this Is it like instead? Tamagotchi, but with Install. Dragons? I'm installing it right now. No, no, no. Ta- Tamagotchi is way better. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very shitty, Aww. very shitty game. It says, uh, seize the power, forge a bond, unleash your dragon. I just, my favorite <laughs> thing is how shitty it is for an HBO-sponsored <laughs> Oh, it's sponsored? I thought it, I thought a it was 1. just like a knockoff. 1.4 star. 1.4 <laughs> stars. <laughs> vast, vast majority of the stars in the app are one star. No. I'm downloading I, it anyway. Here I go. Yeah. We've only, che- <laughs> we've only checked it twice, and once was on a road trip. Oh, shit, and we... Uh, you cannot see your dragon if you're in a moving car. Yeah, if car. you're driving in the car, the dragon does not appear on the road. It's no not matter funny. how much. What are you they walk? like afraid no. that people are gonna like be like, "I'm in my dragon, destroy!" <laughs> <laughs> we thought that, uh, or Eli thought that the dragon might appear on the road and then just whip by. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how my dragon is. I forget its name. You oh, forgot its name. It's been a while. Some this app was advertised drug. by the show. Really? Yeah. At the end of the show, oh. it was advertised. Sorry. When I go back into the game, um, my dragon walks away. So you have to use verbal commands into the app to call the dragon back. <laughs> One second. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> do you have to speak in High Valyrian? You do. It teaches oh my you God. High I'm entering the hatchery. I'm down. I wonder why you never talk to your dragon. (laughs) I didn't get very far in my High Valyrian lessons on Duolingo. Gotta say. Oh my god, I'm in. There's a smoke signal here. Okay, what? Yeah, you have to physically walk. (laughs) I have to physically walk. (laughs) You have to get up and walk around. I can't walk around. I'm tethered to the computer. (laughs) This looks like a butthole. What is this? It is a butthole. Dragon butthole. Hear that great dragon sound. <gasps> Look around at all the eggs. Which one do you feel drawn to? I don't fucking know. I see nothing. <laughs> then you don't get a dragon. It's, a it's over. Close, start to delete the app. You don't get Look, one. All right, I'm going to do this later. I'm going to do this later. I'm going to do it next. Can me a I fight your egg? egg? With that Can my dragon fight your dragon? Is that, is that Pokemon? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Right, I doubt cool. that they Aww. thought of that. Is it Pokemon? <laughs> Pokemon. The game would have far more than 1.4 stars if there was that shareability feature where you could actually, you know, go fight your friend's dragons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you could, watch out. She's had her dragon a lot longer. It's probably real big. <laughs> it's much bigger. Yeah. They're like goldfish. I haven't had it in tag weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it is kind of like a butthole, but it's a gray butthole. It's a gray butthole. <laughs> I, I love that you guys are all downloading I'm so happy. You can know my It's a app. smoky butthole. <laughs> <laughs> fire farts. All right. Anus of fire. 
<laughs> okay, folks, I think we should all go hatch our dragons and hopefully fight them later. Um, but that Which can be. Do I want? That can be the end of this random episode that i decided well hold on i got one more random piece because this didn't make it on we were talking earlier if you want to watch um a show about eli there's a show out right now actually it's <laughs> it's on disney um it's set in this this weird universe it's kind of futury um you might have heard of it i i haven't um but the, the show is actually called andor and they actually the whole show is about following eli around <laughs> at work in the his his strifes the way he modifies his clothes his the the, the women he's into for weird reasons and uh, the cereal he, he eats the cereal he eats with blue milk go mainly the cereal yeah the cereal is very accurate disappointed in him. it's called elor e l i o r <laughs> Uh, all right we're gonna have to cosplay that for sure yeah, um, yeah oh yeah it's I gotta happen it's, it's gotta happen though. if for no other reason that we can carry around a bluetooth speaker and play all the amazing music from that show because <gasps> yes. the music on andor is the fucking best the club music i play it all the time it's so good so like i i swear that the intro music like when the andor logo is mm -hmm. revolving is that changing and getting more dissonant over time, or is oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Mm. You know, I I swear noticed. that it's changing. I'm gonna have to go through. And maybe look at I'm it. maybe it's I'm your... losing my mind. <laughs> no, it's it's because the show's about you. You're seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing it. Uh, yeah. So look out, 2023. I guess we're doing Andor. We're doing Andor being a pigeon, it's, being somebody it's, from Andor. This is growing. one of the <laughs> best TV be shows I've watched in a very long oh, time. Oh, it's amazing! Yeah, it's, it's my favorite. Star Wars. Really good. It's so good. And I love House of the Dragon. I loved Game of Thrones the first half of that show. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> like this is this is I think better. I think it's better than both of those. It's very, very good. Watch yeah. it if you have any interest in Star Wars. If you don't, or still Eli's watch life. it. Yeah, if you like me in any way, you should, <laughs> should probably watch it. I'm, I star in the show. He does oh. get residuals every time you stream it. So. Yep. <laughs> okay, alright folks. So we'll be back. Uh, go watch Dragon Stuff. And don't forget to pre-order that comic book because I feel like somehow that will help us get a, a Rob Mob TV yeah. show. And then just think of the shenanigans. Just think right. of what would happen if we had a show. I will say this, Rachel. So when we first heard about this comic book coming out, I, I made the comment and I think maybe even more than just me. I think we all kind of were like, his his skin tone is a little pale. It's a little... <laughs> A little on the white side. And then we saw an updated mm. image the other day that you said, oh, it looks like maybe he got a little more um, brown. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not convinced. <laughs> You're not convinced. Well, no. those are, we've only seen two Sorry. covers and the artist doing the covers is not the artist doing the interior um, drawing. And that is also not the colorist who's doing yeah. it. So I don't, I don't know. I, he seems fairly brown to me especially on the reveal for the cover for uh, and by fairly brown you mean he is fair 
Yeah. <laughs> like, a light brown. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be dark. Yeah. Super dark skin. Like well, no, yeah, hair. because his mom. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it wasn't. I'm like, that could have just been like a like a dark screen, you know? Like, <laughs> well, hopefully, um, he certainly, he certainly, folks, looks much more to the book descriptions than like Far less, the, il- yeah. the il- illustrated editions, which are beautiful, but he's... The hair, I will say. Like, the hair so. seems more accurate. Like, there's definitely things that it's like, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. So, I think it, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, other characters so far. It's just this two really just covers that have been re- revealed so fingers crossed i'm see. sorry i'm sorry we are cracking up over here the <laughs> eagle-eared among you may have heard uh our, our cat ash throw up <laughs> after after spending half the podcast begging for food the robot fed her she ate, she probably just inhaled it without chewing. It doesn't look like she chewed. Then she came in here and threw up. <laughs> this is what you get when you don't feed me yourselves. Well, we don't cut cat content, so if there is the sound of a retching cat, it will stay in. No, don't. Stop it. No. She oh, no, you gotta go. The cat's hungry. I mean, come on. That's all, that's all the cat's gonna get. And much like eating the regurgitated cat food that you've just puked up, this has been Bucky Radio. You're welcome. I'm Rachel. Welcome back. I'm Rachel. Talk to you later. <laughs> Alyssa's laughing at her mommy cat right now, so. <laughs> Jenny, you can sign out. Are we are we just saying goodbye? Or are yeah, we like are we saying goodbye, Instagrams these days? I'm Jenny, oh. a, a new reader. I don't have I don't have social anymore because Elon Musk bought all my social. So but you still have to, you still have Instagram? Yes, Girl, I'm on Instagram. Storying on there today. If you like Ghost, follow me on Instagram. Oh my Jesus! Yeah, we really <laughs> should have talked about right like where we're at in life over the last four months because Rachel's made some some life choices. <laughs> She's a different person. <laughs> He's now a ghost. I've listened to it. I like it. Yeah, I, you do. I yeah, I don't I don't know if I would let it take over my life, but I do like it. We don't. We can't. No, we cannot become a ghost pod. I don't have <laughs> control. <laughs> wow, we can't. I, I won't permit it. Wow, gonna, she's starting her own podcast. It's I just think, her. I think you do have the self control. <laughs> I think you've just demonstrated it. Good job. I just felt the joke. Yeah, but now she has the idea, and that idea is going <laughs> to spiral. It's a companion podcast to the Barnyard Animals podcast. Yes. Ghost yeah. noises. <laughs> Where she can only, you know, sing three-second snippets for copyright reasons. All of her favorite ghost songs. Uh, so... Anyway, yeah, I'm Jenny. <laughs> you can find me at uh, Jenny's Life Art on Instagram if you want to see all of my Halloween art from the past. You got like oh, like thirty thousand followers. I was gonna now, say right? like, are you at a million followers? Twenty-seven thousand point two. Jeez, Lord. I think oh. according to a post by it's Jenny D, you have enough followers that you can now monetize it. 
And I don't know how to do that. I don't know either, but according to people <laughs> who monetize it, you have enough people to monetize it. I think you can do that at like 10,000. You just need to start making sponsored content. Yeah, I don't know how to do that, toothpaste. and I feel like that's obnoxious. <laughs> oh, it is obnoxious, but yeah, but you could. But a girl got she got to eat, you know, like it could be your little, job. Get a little boola. Anyway, go look at my witches. <laughs> <laughs> Eli. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay. I'm Ashley, and you can find me on Instagram at Ladybird Parker. I'm Elena. You can find me on Instagram at Moff Elena. And I'm Joey, and I am still an uncanny robot AI artist. <laughs> AI artist? <laughs> <laughs> I drew somebody with six fingers by accident. So wow. That makes hey, me we've AI. We've all done that. Six-fingered man. <laughs> Jenny is also AI. <laughs> <laughs> hands are hard okay i put thumbs on the wrong side it's just it's the robots on the, wrong the robots side. know the robots know look i have trouble with like my lefts and my rights and like when when you're like trying to, it's hard the, the hands know? are very hard <laughs> why we're robots just draw <laughs> dragons yeah, yeah just do right. the, his hand pockets bye everybody bye bye, bye. 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 <laughs>